Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. Hey, this is Colton Dixon. Hey, this is Rachel Lampert. This is Micah Tyler. This is Ellie Lineberg. What's up? This is Apollo LTD. Hey, guys. It's, it's We The Kingdom. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview. And welcome to this week's episode of The Artist Interview. And we've got a great instalment lined up for you. We're going to be joined by none, none other than Ellie Linebear. Uh, Ellie, as you may know, if you're from the UK, has been busy leading worship, uh, launched an album last year, and has got lots of great things to share. So we're looking forward to hearing from her. But before we do, I'd like to say I'm sorry for the audio quality. Uh, during this interview, my microphone was misbehaving. Uh, luckily, Ellie sounds absolutely fantastic. So you'll still be able to hear her, and I'm sure it'll all make sense. This is Hope FM. And that was What Love Looks Like by Ellie Linebear. And I'm very pleased to say for the second time here on Hope FM, we are joined by Ellie Linebear. Hey, Ellie, how are you doing? So good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Now, it's over a year ago since you were last on the show with me. And I know that probably numbers of people remember bits and pieces about you, but it would be great if you could just, in like a two, three minute nutshell, Tell us your sort of life stories, maybe some interesting things that God's done with you along the way. Yes, absolutely. So hello, everyone listening. My name is Ellie Linebear. I'm married to Tom Linebear. Yes, it's the most bizarre surname. <laughs> Lime, bear, yes, the fruit and then an animal. But um, We've been married for three years and we live in Brighton in the UK. So just an hour south from London on the south coast. Um, but I grew up in a Christian family, so grew up you know going to church every Sunday um very involved in different things my dad is a worship leader so grew up exposed to a lot of what God was doing around the world really we would tour as kids and with my dad's band and um we would go to America every every year for about a month and I guess I was just very um yeah surrounded by the music industry and you know, in the UK and all over, really. And I'm the eldest of six kids. So we would travel all together as family and with all the rest of the families in the band. So definitely family is means so much to me. I'm so close to my family. We've done so much together. We've been through so much. So, um, so yeah, grew up really being on the road a lot, but also the other half of our life was very normal, you know, going back to primary school and no one would even care, you know, what we just done or who dad was or, you know, going back to a little village, really. But I um, I think because of what I had seen, you know, from a really young age, what God could do, you know, in different conferences or music events and things, literally all around the world, I couldn't... Um, ever forget what I'd seen with my eyes, you know, as a five-year-old or what I'd hear as a seven-year-old, you know, what God could do, the healings and people getting out of wheelchairs and people being delivered here and people being set free over here. I just saw so much as a young girl, you know, growing up in this environment, being exposed. And I think I just so, I just had confidence in God. I had confidence that he was real from such a young age. Wow. That's amazing to have seen all that stuff and just been exposed to it and growing up with it uh, just around you regularly. Fantastic. So, so grateful. So I think when I, when I was seven, I remember, you know, going to my room and kneeling down and saying, Lord Jesus, would you be my savior? Would you, you know, I want to be, I want to be your friend. So from that moment, and it seems so young, doesn't it? Seven, <laughs> seven years old, but I remember it so well. And then 
from then on things go on and still here to this day madly in love with Jesus and yeah want to do want to do whatever he says but I guess now I do music wasn't planning to do music thought I'd do something creative maybe photography but then literally three years ago the Lord just kind of opened all these doors to do music and here we are (laughs) I'm now this is now what I do so it's kind of crazy and and is it it your full-time doing music pretty much yeah which which I've got to say your album uh, that you released last year Lost in Wonder it's got 20 tracks on it <laughs> uh, that is uh, it's not only doing it full time that seems like more than full time to do an album with 20 tracks and that's that's very generous in, in an album these days isn't it so uh when i when i noticed that i went oh I, I like that so um so okay so you you've got you got your album it launched just after we spoke to you a, a year ago and how's that gone yeah it's been so great i'm s- still so overwhelmed by you know people's messages and the stories that come from it you know that's the thing that I always measure success from is like the stories, like how has this changed people? How have people met God through this? Have people found hope through these songs? Can people dance again? You know, all these things. So I'm just so overwhelmed and blown away by what, you know, where these songs have gone and around the world and how they've met different people, you know? So it's been a weird one though, because I haven't been able to sing them. (laughs) You know, it came out in February and then lockdown happened a month later. So we were on tour in America, in the States. And I was, you know, it was going to be like three months of touring, singing these songs, singing with people, singing over people. So exciting. And then we got four shows in and then we had to come home. You know, we had to get the last flight home. Um, and then Boris did his lockdown talk that on the night we flew home, you know. So, wow. like, okay, change of plan. So it's kind of a funny one because Lost in Wonder, it's really, they're really in people's homes and lives, you know, but I haven't almost seen it, you know, I haven't seen people sing them or seen, you know, hearing their voices or singing together as a congregation sort of thing. So I'm excited for the day when we can sing these songs together, you know, we can see what God does in the room and, but it's, it's kind of funny because it's just, you know, it's, they're everywhere but also I haven't sung them like I've literally barely sung sung these songs (laughs) and 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 some of the the tracks on it they really do feel like they could be big venue fillers they are uh, the sort of things that big sound really you I can imagine a a lot of people shouting out behind these songs so um but to have it all stolen away from you with um with covid uh, I am sorry to hear that and I'm sorry for all the artists who really have had a, a crazy crazy year so but there is something coming up isn't there you're going to be leading worship in a few weeks time come just before easter 4th of april i think it is isn't it well what is it you're doing there yes i am leading at spring harvest which i'm so excited about it's like i'm so excited to sing with people you know <laughs> just like sing i mean it's not going to be with people it's kind of live but in you know recorded in another room <laughs> but yeah but is, is, it, is it you with a guitar on your sort of sofa or is it something different how has it been done yes yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm playing with my team so we're going to a studio and recording it there so it will feel kind of live <laughs> I hope yeah but um no I'm so excited you know just to get to play again get to 
you know, lead and sing songs. And um, so I'm very excited, actually. I'm such an honor to be invited and um, be with the youth. So it's, yeah, really, really exciting. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a big thing with, with thousands of people uh, joining in behind you, worshipping uh, to your tracks. So it is something to really look forward to. I'm, I'm glad that you've got a, a big audience uh, that I think your music deserves. And uh, I, I wish you every success with that, certainly. So talking about youth, you mentioned youth there. Have you done much with youth? Is that something that's a passion for you? Yeah, absolutely. So both me and my husband, we're youth leaders at our church here in Brighton. And I've always just been so passionate about young people and just wanting them you know, to live a life full that Jesus, you know, has laid out for them. And I just, I want to see this next generation come alive, you know, and to see them, you know, living in the fullness. And so definitely like the young people are so in my heart. I, I We love doing youth, you know, every Friday night and go to our service on Sundays. And um, they're just brilliant. Just, you know, they teach me so much, you know, all so much that, I don't know, all their stories and their revelation and what they go through. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, tell me more. Like, this isn't, you know, so beautiful, their relationships with Jesus. But yeah, I'm I'm so for them. I'm so for this generation. I want to, you know, cheer them on in any way that I can and champion them. And um, I just think they're brilliant. Well, I, I, I do work with students. I've got to say, absolutely agree with you it's amazing and inspiring some of the stuff that they come out with so um and i would say it's, it's an honor to get to work with people in the generation that's coming through so um and i've got to say i suspect that if i was in your youth group i'm too old but if i was young in youth group i think i would be hugely blessed so well done to you and tom for all you're doing there and i bet your musical skills also come in uh, <laughs> as a huge blessing as well are, are you able to sort of train up some of the younger people are you able to give them opportunities so um a few years ago I was doing you know when we were more at home you know before doing my music stuff I was like the youth worship pastor so was able to you know bring new people in and but I'm probably less involved in the music actually more now there's another um, team that do it and I just am a youth leader so there was a time where you know we'd play every Friday but then you know I just was traveling so much that I couldn't you know be as in as I wanted to be so but no they're just they're so talented it is amazing just like all these different musicians and leaders and people that can speak and I don't know I just I'm a big fan (laughs) (laughs) a big fan of anything that's blessing the youth by the sounds of things um so I would like this is what I'd like to know Ellie who do you find most inspiring in the bible with Jesus aside clearly your favourite Bible story or character? Oh, man, that is a great question. Do you know what? I really love the story of Mary and Martha, you know, where Martha's doing her <laughs> doing her jobs <laughs> and she's kicking away, you know, but Mary's at the feet of Jesus and just, you know, so fixated by him and just so wants to be in his presence and be at his feet and just drops everything almost, you know. And I just love that story. And I remember as a little girl, like my mum would always talk about that story. She loves that story. And, um, you know, and how we can be Martha's at times, you know, we can busy ourselves and we can, you know, find other things to do or feel like we need to impress God in this area. But actually 
sometimes the most beautiful and powerful and effective thing that we can do for us and you know for the Lord is to simply be at his feet and simply love on him and adore him and I think um, that story is just yeah so so powerful so I find that story so so inspiring. You mentioned earlier about um, all the things you'd seen when you were touring with amazing things happening and just now you talked about sitting at Jesus's feet can you tell me maybe a time when Jesus um, touched you, spoke to you in a way that has been very significant to you? Yeah, hundred percent. I remember so many times, actually. I remember um, when I was 13 years old and we were at one of, you know, I've been to thousands of different events with dad and different conferences, but I really felt this one time that, um, you know, it's long days or whatever. And sometimes my family come to half of it or the end of it or blah, blah, blah. But I really felt I needed to go for the whole thing and just stand at the back of the room. I think it was a church I don't, in Bogota, I think it was. I thought, I thought you were going to say a church in Bogna. Oh. Bogna, Bogota, you know, same thing. <laughs> um, but I remember so clearly just asking the Lord to reveal himself and just... Jesus, I would love to know um, that you're real for me again. I think it was that time of just like teenage years. I just hadn't probably had an encounter in so long and maybe just got a bit confused. But I just remember saying, oh, Lord, would you show show me that you're real? Would you show me once again that you're close and you're near and just instantly being filled with the Holy Spirit? And just, you know, shook from head to toe and was just so overcome by the Holy Spirit and just crying my eyes out and, um, it was just so significant. It was such a turning point in my life, such a significant, um, especially at that age, you know, like, wow, okay, lights are on. I'm so all in. Jesus, thank you, you know, for showing me. And, you know, sometimes it's a physical thing with the Holy Spirit. You know, we can really laugh or we can fall over, you know, so many beautiful ways that the Spirit moves. But, and then sometimes it's such peace, you know, and there's been so many times in my life where, the, his Holy Spirit has come and it's just utter peace and utter assurance and clarity and covering, you know. So there have been so many moments like that. But, yeah, it's just amazing, isn't it? Just you, those stories and moments and encounters, you can just never doubt it. You can't. You, we've got to cling to those moments, you know, in our faith journey. And we can, you know sometimes doubt or but we've got to always remember when when we first met him when we first laid eyes on him when he you know when he met us when he came rushing to find us you know we can't ever forget those times um and that specific time you know um it's the making of us so 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 important yeah those those encounters with jesus uh, they're priceless and uh, they sort of build up as well over time because you, you have a collection of the different times that Jesus did this or Jesus did that. Yeah. And during the times where you might go, oh, it's, things are a bit tough now, you can actually go, oh, these are the things as well that he's already invested into me. And so they carry on bearing fruit. Okay, the next track we've got to play from you is called Call On Your Name. Can you tell us a little bit about how that track came about and, and what it means to you? Yes, yeah, so Call On Your Name, this song was actually all about my fear of the dark. And you know, even as an adult, even as a grown woman, <laughs> I still get fearful of the night. I still get fearful of the dark sometimes. And But um, there have been times in the night, in the dark, where I just feel so stifled by fear and feel like almost sometimes I can't even move. But um, I know 
in those moments, sometimes I can't even like muster up a long prayer or many words, but all I know is when I say the name of Jesus, things shift and things changed and calling on his name, simply saying, Jesus, 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 that things shift and the atmosphere changes. And so this song really is an encouragement and just to, you know, in those times of fear and panic and anxiety or um, trouble that we can call on the name of Jesus and we can have confidence that he will show up. He may be silent, you know, but his peace will be there or his presence will be there and things change. And that was Call On Your Name by Ellie Limebear. And I'm very pleased to say that Ellie is still with us here on Hope FM for the artist interview. And Ellie, that track, uh, well, you, you spoke about, you introduced it so well, um, talking about the things that you uh, go through sometimes with fear and actually just being able to call on his name in those scenarios. Uh, and you also, before that, when you shared, you talked about your experiences of the Holy Spirit and encountering God uh, as well. And it'd be wonderful if you were happy uh, to pray for our listeners right now, uh, for people who've really felt maybe I feel dry or I've never experienced God in that way, or people who've got fears. It'd be great if you could just come right now and uh, pray for them. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for everyone listening right now, Lord God. We thank you that you're alive, that you're close. And even maybe when we don't feel that you're near or that you're listening, Lord Jesus, you always are. You are Emmanuel. You are God with us. And I just pray specifically for those people who maybe feel really trapped by fear, really suffocated by anxiety or depression or fear of the night, fear of the dark, Lord Jesus, anything that is holding them, Lord God, captive. May you um, break free right now of that, Lord Jesus. Would you help them, um, yeah, kind of break those chains off, Lord God, we pray in your name that freedom and deliverance will be happening right now lord god wherever they're listening jesus that you would come by your holy spirit fill them up lord jesus would you pour out your spirit on them like you always do god would you comfort them protect them lord jesus um, as they go about their day we love you so much lord amen amen uh, and if you're listening at home and you're thinking i don't really know this jesus that ellie and gordon are talking about we just want to invite you to explore that further um there's lots of churches that are running things like alpha courses right now and if you want to find a church that's near you please pop along to www.findachurch.co.uk it's the uk church directory there are many churches that would love to help you find out more about god's great love right ellie this wait a sec who's that in the background <laughs> my did i see did I see someone move around? <laughs> it was my husband. <laughs> Tom, Tom. Here he Where's is. He gone? Hello, Tom. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, that's very, you know, you were very quiet and very sneaky. I just saw you in the corner of the screen. I thought I'll quickly grab you over to say hi. I'm so, sorry. You guys are praying. I, was, I don't know. I <laughs> thank you very much for helping uh, arrange this and uh, i just want to say it's an honor chatting to your wife uh, she's a she's a great lady of god so um so thank you for all you do uh, to serve in that ministry together as well it's great Thanks so much. But thanks so much for having her. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. I'll leave you guys to it. But nice to meet you. Bless you, buddy. Nice to see you. Take care. All the best. So having having just spotted Tom there walking in the background, 
Can you tell me the story of, of how you and Tom met? Oh, yeah. I mean, do you want the long version? <laughs> the really short version? I'll give you the short version. <laughs> give us the medium, but I, I, want, I want some details. Um, so me and Tom met at church, classic, you know. But at- Is this the church in Brighton? It's the church in Brighton. So I was 15. Tom was 18. And <laughs> he just moved to Brighton to study music. Um, music business in Brighton and it just got saved actually so he was saved at St Peter's so started as you know fresh Christian (laughs) and I'd been there at that church for so long so I knew everyone you know at that time it was still quite small so I knew everyone's names I knew everyone who was coming in the church at every service who was serving blah 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 you know it's just small and it was family so I remember it was one evening service and I was singing that evening just doing a bit of BVs. And I remember afterwards spotting Tom um, hanging out with my siblings because he just volunteered for like a youth weekend away um, sort of thing. And I was like, I know everyone here, but I don't know you. Who are you and why are you hanging out with my siblings? You know, protective older sister. I was like, who's this guy? (laughs) But um, basically we just... From then on, that his group of friends and my group of friends, I don't know, it just kind of all, I guess church is a great place to hang out, isn't it? It's just, you know, you do church. It certainly can be. It's where I met my wife. Really? I love that. But um, we actually, anyway, so Tom then started working for St. Peter's shortly after, and I was in the youth group. So we couldn't actually date because I was in the youth group. So we actually waited to, for two years until I was 18 and then we officially started dating and then we got engaged like a year and a half later and then married nine months later so for a lot of it we were just like really good friends and then our dating kind of season yeah it's kind of crazy it's very different story but <laughs> that's how we met you're, you're smiling so it sounds like it worked out really nicely oh, yeah. so so that's that's good but um but I, I do like finding out how people meet and it's great that he's into music isn't it oh, and that yeah does kind of work well because when you were 15 you weren't thinking you're were going to be doing music all the time so how wonderful it is that provision <laughs> for you both some he's got someone to work with you've got someone to work with I like it okay so um the church go to St Peter's where's is that an HTB plant yes it is yeah it is. I, I've got to say, I do like HTB plants. We've got one here in Bournemouth, uh, Love Church, um, a wonderful church, uh, really, really chasing after Jesus. So if you're in the Bournemouth area and you're thinking, oh, which church should I pop along to? There are many great ones to try. But uh, if you haven't tried one yet, you, you can't go far on trying Love Church. Um, uh, so what are the plans early for the next year? What do you what, what, Last year, when we probably asked that question, you would have said, I'm going to be touring and I'm going to sing my album all over the world. And it's going to be wonderful. And that didn't quite happen, as you said. So what do you think the next 12 months have for you? Gosh, yeah. Do you know what? Not too sure, but (laughs) I'm doing a lot of writing at the moment, actually. So writing for a a new project, which is very exciting. Who knows when, when and where and what it will be, but just really focusing on writing, which is, yeah super fun getting to write with loads of different people because of zoom you know it's so amazing so easy just to send a link and people the other side of the world so really enjoying that spring harvest is coming up in april different bits and bobs i'm doing a like radio two thing on easter sunday which will be fun um 
yeah, singing a couple of songs on that. Um, but also having a baby. That's what's a big thing in our, our lives. <laughs> having a baby. That, that's, a, that's a huge thing. That's, wow. Yes, yeah, so that's that's happening in the summer, which is so exciting. So, yeah. Congratulations. It's growing a human and writing songs, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think both those things will keep you busy. One probably more than the other, I imagine. So, wow. Well, that that that's cool. Great. I'm, I didn't know that. I apologise. Ill-informed interviewer. I should have known, but I am very, very chuffed for you. So, um, okay. Do you know if it's a boy or girl? Not yet. No, we don't. No. Ooh, are you going to not find out till till it arrives? I really want to find out. I'm too impatient. Okay. <laughs> well, that is, is, is exciting. That's that's for sure. Okay. Uh, and if people want to find out more about the stuff you're working on, how do people connect with you? Yes. Yeah, so if you want to follow me on socials, um, on Instagram or Facebook, whatever, it's Ellie underscore Limeber. Um, Ellie without an I. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> Ellie without an I underscore Limeber. But also... My website is ellielimebearmusic.com where there's merch and all that sort of stuff, more info on there. But yeah, to be honest, you can listen to my music on all streaming platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Prime. Is that a thing? Maybe it's not. I don't know. Amazon Music's a thing. Is that it? Amazon Music, Amazon yeah, yeah. Music. There we go. So, so sometimes on when I've been talking about new music with, with Dan, and I said, oh, you could check it out on Spotify. And he has a few times picked me up and gone, yeah, you could listen to it on the streaming platforms, but why not actually go out and buy the album, get the CD and bless the artist? Or am I right in thinking that if people were to go and purchase your album, it bless you rather more than just listening to it on the streaming platforms, which pay you tuppence halfpenny? <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Like, of course. And um, I'm signing CDs. So if you go to my store too, I can sign CDs if you want a CD, but or buy it on iTunes where you can download it, all that sort of thing. But um, yeah, no, that, I mean, always grateful <laughs> for anything. <laughs> and um, with the, um, you performing live, obviously the spring harvest, if things open up later in the year, will it then be just too late for you to go gigging because you've got a tiny little one? Or are you going to do what happened with you and just take them around the world anyway? I think so. <laughs> I'm like, well, we're off now. <laughs> no, I, I honestly have no idea. And who knows, like, you know, COVID-wise, hopefully things will be, well, you know, opened up by then. But no, we really are excited to take our kids, you know, around the world and show them and expose them, you know, almost similar to me, I guess, see what God can do all over the world. Um but yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> Get more interviews now. Visit hopefm.com forward slash the artist interview.